Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, wherever you are in the world, tuning into the podcast, The Winner's Mentality, The Power of Words, with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, aka The Winner's Mentality, helping you win with your words, amen, because you can win or lose in life based upon what you are believing and what you are speaking, what are you believing about yourself, I pray that you are believing good things about yourself, I pray that you know that you are loved, you are cared for, there is a plan and a purpose for your life, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil. And it's important this afternoon, it's important that we know that God has good thoughts towards us. Many people struggle with condemnation, they struggle with the fear of what people think about them, they struggle with so many different things. But people have to know, especially in the times that we're living in, the, 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 the time of social media and so many different influences that are in the earth, you've got twitter you've got instagram facebook not that i'm promoting these things snapchat you've got tiktok you've got all these different people all these different platforms that are really saturating the minds of our young people and all these things are shouting give me your attention give me your attention and they are really painting words they are speaking to us they are sending out messages strong messages and i speak to many young people and many young people as well as older people adults they struggle with identity and because they're actually because we are how can i say it we are bombarded with so many images 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 day in day out with some bombarding and what they are are big advertisements and people begin to now want to aspire to be something that they see this is why advertisers pay so much money but we're going to deal with this issue and we're going to confront it head on and we're going to help some people and set some people free right after this exposed the tactics of the enemy no one is talking about the new book out now order your copy today the tactics of the enemy no one is talking about discover the assignment that the enemy has for the church your family your marriage and your life including the assignment against marriage the pastor that will listen to no one use ministers to attack other ministers absalom the heart stealer jezebel the master manipulator baggage from their last ministry unforgiveness hell's greatest weapon and many many more get your copy today unveiling the truth exposing the enemy's lies and causing you to win expose the tactics of the enemy no one is talking about welcome back to another edition of the power of words and winners mentality with me your host pastor kevin treasure aka the winners mentality helping you win with your words and today really wanted to didn't know i was going to go here really touch on uh, the power of condemnation um it's a lot of people struggle with our identity and there i see that there is an identity crisis at work in the earth there is an identity crisis especially in the west there's identity crisis in the body of christ many people do not know who they are in christ many people do not know or fail to recognize that they are the head and not the tail they are above and not beneath amen they're the the lender and not the borrower many people fail to understand that the greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world many people fail to understand that in the body of christ the authority that they have 
have as believers and i'm here to help someone to set someone free to know that god has set you free from the spirit of fear from the spirit of worry anxiety and condemnation so as you turn let me just get my glasses on yep yep i wear glasses for reading and the computer oh my god i was like oh my god i went to the opticians i was struggling with seeing them small print and then the optician confirmed what i should already know it says yeah you you need glasses mr treasure and in romans chapter 8 slightly checking tra- off there romans chapter 8 it says there is therefore now 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 in the age of grace and in dispensation of grace there is now no condemnation to them which are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so there's some there's a um there's some how can i say it? what god is saying it there's some attributes there's some things that we need to follow amen because he's saying now there is no condemnation and who who's he speaking to to those who are in christ jesus so i have good news for you if you're in christ jesus there is no condemnation i don't care what the enemy brings jesus christ paid it all on the cross when he died for you they pierced his hands they pierced his feet they plied the crown of thorns about his head they spat in his face they pierced his side amen they whipped him he was beaten he was more marred than any man the bible says he done it for me and for you he became sin for us the weaker become the righteousness of god in christ jesus second corinthians 5 17 i believe so he took it all for us he took our shame he took our condemnation he took us he took all the stripes he took our sicknesses our diseases he took it all for me and for you so we're saying there is now no condemnation for those that are in christ jesus and what else is there what else for those who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit now we know the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace and patience long suffering amen meekness temperance and all those things we know those galatians chapter 5 amen for those that walk not after the flesh not after murders and adulteries and after the things and anger and all those things you're not going after those things yes sometimes we may get in the flesh because we're in the flesh but we may get in the flesh I hope you're, you're following me but we don't go after the flesh not our desire our desire is to walk in the spirit our desire is to live a life pleasing to god our desire is to live a life that's in tune with the holy spirit and walking in his ways hearing from heaven and doing the things that please god our desire is to win souls our desire is to walk in the supernatural power of god and see lives changed amen and see people set free from the power of the enemy amen so those who have a desire not to walk in the flesh but desire to walk after the spirit there is no condemnation if you are saved there is no kind if you are not saved you can get saved today right now i'll come back to that but what i'm saying is the bible says there is now therefore no condemnation god does not condemn you so if you're facing condemnation i want to let you know it's not god it's the enemy god will convict you when you're wrong amen and like a loving father correct you and bring you back to himself but no father or no good father especially not a heavenly father stays angry with you forever he's not like that he that you can say sorry god forgive me i've sinned i need help in this area god help me the bible says if we sin we have an advocate with the father amen down there in first john so we have been forgiven we are loved and i go back to this identity crisis that i see in the church where many people do not know that they have authority the enemy is under our feet we have the victory 
The Bible says the weapons of our wealth are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down a stronghold. So we've got to start in the mind. It's in the mind where the battle is won or lost. So we've got to know that it's the mind that we wage war. Amen. It's the mind that Paul says that I serve the Lord. So we've got to start to pull down the strongholds when we see thoughts that do not line up with the word of God. We've got to pull them down. We've got to say, no, that's not of God. No. Nope. That's not of God. No, that doesn't line up with the word of God. We've really got to use our mind to say, no, I'm only going to accept what God says about me. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 8, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, my brethren, what sort of things are honest? What sort of things are true? What sort of things are lovely? What sort of things are pure? What sort of things are of a good report? If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think, meditate think on these things amen it says think on these things so if it's not lovely if it's not pure it's not wholesome if it's not of a good report don't don't even don't even pay it no attention don't pay it no mind god is saying only think on the lovely things the pure things true things amen and that concerns yourself only think about true things concerning yourself many people don't understand that we are a combination of our upbringing Amen. Our influences, especially as our molding as a young person, as a child, as a and many people don't realize that the things that we've gone through as a child can also form the way we are as an adult. And we've got to be careful what we speak over children, what we speak to our children, what we speak to other people, because words, amen, are forming images, and words can be a detrimental factor in the lives of some people and can bring people down and can bring people up. If you get a child and you're always praising that child, oh, you're great, you're, you, you know what, you can do this, uh, you're always succeeding, I'm so proud of you, you are chosen. When you begin to give children a, a sense that they are special and they are loved, amen, that child will know that listen the sky's the limit there's nothing they cannot do that child will grow up with a sense of self-confidence and self-worth and just like we are children of God we've got to pour into each other that you have self-worth amen you are valuable in the eyes of the Lord you are loved by God he he cares for you amen I just want to let people know he cares for you and he said you must cast every care upon you because he cares for you but at the same time if you always on that child like you're so stupid you're so dumb look at you you never get things right and if you keep speaking negative words over that child that child will grow up with a defeated mentality that child will grow up condemned and thinking that they can't do anything and they were born for nothing and they're no good and will usually not reach their full potential because of the words that have been spoken over their life so we've got to be careful what words we receive as children of god because i see myself as a child of god i'm a child i'm a son amen we're heirs amen so we've got to start seeing ourselves the way that god sees us and we've got to be careful the words that we receive into our spirit we've got to be careful what people say about us and with the times that we're living in and with the breakdown of the family and we see so many young people and so many young people trying to find their identity in social media what this person looks like what this person's wearing what music is coming out and some of the music that i see especially in oh, like the hip-hop and the rap and some of the stuff that i'm hearing and some of the things that people are trying to attain to and all you're hearing is like killing your ops and killing this person stabbing that person shooting this person getting money sexing girls and doing this and doing all kinds of things that are contrary to the word of god and i truly believe there is an agenda i'm not a conspiracy theorist but there is an agenda because in my day i mean we had love songs where are the love songs where are the songs about love where i mean i'm not saying they're all together christian but where are the songs about a genuine love of a man or woman or just loving where are the genuine songs but now all the the music execs 
and the music companies, all they're doing is pumping out an ideology of sex, drugs, money, and killing. So there's an agenda there. So if all this is what all the young people are hearing, these things are going to have an effect. I don't care what anyone says, because what you listen to has an impact on who you are and how you think. And I've heard someone say, and it's so powerful, the music is the only thing that does not need permission to enter your spirit. I'm going to say that again, it's so powerful. Music is the only thing that does not need permission to enter your spirit. That is so powerful. You can just be there and music comes along and before you know it, and depending on the lyrics, you hear the beat because the beat has got you. And before you know it, you're singing the lyrics and the lyrics, they may not even be godly lyrics. They may not be lyrics that you even agree with, but you're singing them. And now you start saying some things that you wouldn't normally say if you were just speaking or having a conversation. But you've got to be careful what you take into your spirit. And even with the identity crisis that we see where the West is pushing this agenda of confusion and I don't care what anyone says well, I have a right to free speech there are only two agendas in the, there are only two genders in the earth it's a male or a female anything else is just a confusion and deception of the enemy okay I'm sorry call me old school but I'm sticking with the Bible I'm sticking with truth and I see so much deception being pushed out there strong agenda being pushed out there and all this is adding to the confusion that is already out there and it's causing people to be confused and not know who they are and where we have some people that struggle with their identity and the enemy comes and sows a lie or sows suggestions and in time gone by we would know that is wrong no that is wrong that is not right and now because it's being sown in the media in culture in newspapers in movies in tv programs because it's been sown and pushed now people are starting to accept the lie and saying well maybe i may be a man when you're really a woman or maybe i may be a woman when you're really a man and people starting to believe the lies of the enemy because it's being pushed so strongly out there. But I want to let you know, God is about to raise up a generation that will stand up for the truth, regardless of what it costs them, regardless of what they go through. God will raise up a generation that will believe him and take him at his word. Amen. For God will raise up a generation for God I live and for God I die, regardless of the persecution, what people say about me, if they show, because we're living in a council culture. If people want to cancel me, listen, heaven will never cancel me because anybody standing up for heaven god will stand up for them in the name of everyone standing up for the word of god anyone standing up for the gospel god stands up for them amen so i don't care what the culture is saying i'm sticking with the truth you stick with the truth the culture is trying to throw so many things at people that will cause people to be confused or be anxious of what they don't have so many people get anxious about the things that they don't have i don't have this car this house i don't have this job i'm not earning this amount of money and it seems as though because of the narrative that's being pushed out there this make money narrative and don't get me wrong the bible says money answers all things we need money yes I, I, i'm not one of those christians gonna we need money god promised to prosper us amen poverty is a curse amen you read the bible from genesis to revelation poverty is a curse abraham was blessed isaac was blessed jacob was blessed david is blessed solomon was extremely blessed listen to me all the patriarchs all they were all blessed men but they didn't let money control them they worship god they worship yahweh amen they worship the true and living god so money was a byproduct of the covenant they had with the living god i'm going to say that again money was a byproduct of the covenant they had with a living god peace is a byproduct of the covenant we have with the living god joy is a byproduct of the covenant that we have with the living god amen 
healing is a byproduct good health is a byproduct amen of the covenant that we have with the living god and we are under a better covenant with better promises amen we're under the covenant of the new testament with the blood of christ jesus that cleanses us from all sin has declared us righteous amen we are justified just as though we never sinned so i want to let you know that we need money but we do not worship money the bible says the love of money is the root to all evil not money itself the love of money many people take this out of context but it says the love of money is the root to all evil while some has coveted after it they've eared amen destroyed themselves why because they they chased that and they didn't chase god so we've got to know that i don't want people to be kind of like, i'm trying to get a generation that will say for god i'm you i'm gonna live and you i'm gonna die and i'll let you know that you are loved by god and god cares for you he said there is now therefore no condemnation to those that are in christ jesus to walk not after the flesh but after the spirit but how are we going to make sure we know our identity as christians if we've got christians that are falling away or christians and then are struggling in their minds christians that are struggling with anxiety and if you're one of them you're struggling with anxiety struggling with worry struggling with fear and then you're living a christian life with these things and then that you battle with you battle with in your mind i want to let you know that the battle's already won but how you can help yourself is by going to romans chapter 12 and i know we read it we study it and we understand it but we've really got to be doers of the word and not hearers only staying in the book of romans amen romans chapter 12 we just flick over there it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies. So he wants your body, amen. He wants your body. Not just your mind, he wants your body. A living sacrifice. So we've got to be careful what we do with our body, amen, what we let into our body. Many people think it's just, oh my God, sexual sin or just fornication. No, we've got to be careful that we're not gluttonous. We've got to be careful that we're looking after our body, amen, because God needs to work through bodies. And if we are destroying this temple with things that we shouldn't put in it, um, then God can only do so much, amen. And sometimes we shorten our lifespan in the earth by the way we treat ourselves and look after our bodies. And if we don't put the right thing in our bodies, we've got to be careful, amen. So we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is just your reasonable service. Like, he's not telling you to do anything like hard. He's saying this is your reasonable service. I'm, I'm being reasonable with you. Just, present your body as a living sacrifice give it unto me i died for you you've given your life to me so you belong to me your body belongs to me your mind belongs to me and your ministry it's not even yours it belongs to me your family your marriage amen you're just a steward of your wife you're a good steward over the children that i've bestowed you with amen to teach them the things of god so he's saying just just present your body a living sacrifice and he says and be not conformed to this world the struggle sometimes is, and I'm going to be really honest and plain with some people, the struggle sometimes is what we're looking and what we're taking in. Are we giving five hours to Netflix and 40 minutes to the Word of God? I mean, are, are we giving like our whole weekends, amen, to, to Disney Plus and Netflix and movies and music and the things that don't concern God and we're spending half an hour in prayer? I, I mean, we've got to be careful that these things are conforming us to the world the more you take in i mean i'm not really a person that watches the news i mean i studied media in university and a very long time ago i just want to actually let you know <laughs> a very long time ago and i know the media has an agenda um, if you think that china and russia are the only ones with a propaganda state um you need to think again 
um, the media and the news only put out what they want us to know. There are many news outlets out there, but I don't I don't really watch TV per se. I might watch a program here or there, but I, I really don't watch much TV. This is just me. Um, sometimes I might see what's on, what's going on, um, but I, re- I don't really read newspapers so much. I might see what's going on in the world um, by various different news outlets, but I'm very careful about what I let into my spirit. I'm very careful this time that I spend. Remember, because you've got to renew your mind. Because when he's saying, don't be conformed unto this world, the more the time we spend time in the world, it's the more we're being conformed to the world. Because the world is putting out messages. The world is putting out, especially now, with the things that's on TV, the, the debauchery and the, the pornography and the, the stuff, that the messages that they're sending out. They're sending out messages that they're really trying to destroy marriage and destroy... Um, natural relationships between a man and a woman and they're trying to promote other agendas he's saying don't be conformed to this world and the more we look at the things of the world and the more we desire the things of the world it's the more we're going to struggle amen with trying to please god and some people are struggling because of what they're looking at some people are struggling because of where their mind is and if that's you today it's not here to condemn you i'm here to help you because everyone has been where you are and god is saying the way that you get free the way that you know who you are in god the way that you start living and walking a victorious christian life is don't be conformed to this world don't start acting like this world don't start thinking like this world Isaiah 55 says as far as the heavens hide in the earth so far my thoughts hide in your thoughts and my ways hide in your ways he says my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways I mean as much as we try for we cannot think like God this but all we can do is listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and let him lead us and when he leads us sometimes God's leading never makes sense who builds a boat on dry ground I mean who, who does that who does that but when God tells you to do something, it rarely makes sense. Who tells you? you got to pay your taxes and he says, go fishing. Go fishing and the fish that comes out first, looking there to be money. I mean, people usually go and work for money, but he said, no, I want you to go fishing. This is once again, because I told you to stop going and be fishers of men. But for, the, for this tax to be paid, just go fishing. Cast a line into the water. The fish that comes out first, follow the instruction. Open its mouth. There'll be money to pay tax for me and for you. God never really makes sense. You've got leprosy and the man of God told you to go and dip in the Jordan River, a dirty river, seven times. I mean, God rarely makes sense. Why? Because his ways is not like our ways. Uh, this world will say, I need you to go and make money. I need you to steal, kill, tear down people, betray, stab people in the back just to get to the top, claw your way to the top. But in the kingdom, he says he wants to be greatest of all, must be servant of all. Does that make sense? What? Who wants to be, you want to be the greatest of all? You've got to be servant of all. The kingdom doesn't make sense to people that are not in it. But he said, the way you're going to win in life, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing is something that's constant, daily. You cannot, you can be a great man of God yesterday, but you cannot rest on your laurels of yesterday's bread. Listen, I had great bread last week, but I need bread today, amen. Otherwise, I'll starve today. I cannot think about, oh, last week my meal was so great. No, you need a meal daily, amen. Otherwise, you're gonna get, you're gonna lose weight. You're gonna mal malnutrition. Things will set in. Your body with disease. You'll you'll fall apart. Why? Because you need daily food. So you need to renew your mind daily. 
It's not something that's a one-time thing. Hey, I renewed my mind today. I'm great. Oh, I'm going to win. No, it's a daily thing. How are you going to conform? How are you not going to be conformed to this world? It's by renewing your mind. And you've got to renew it with the word of God. When Satan came to Jesus in the wilderness, he said to him, turn this, this stone into bread. And Jesus simply asked him, he said, it is written. He's God. He is the word. He knew the word because he is the word. And he simply said, man shall not live by bread alone. But but so there's a conjunction he's telling you but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god every rima god wants to give you a rima word every single day that's how man is going to live that's how man is going to succeed but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god that is how man is going to win and this is how you are going to win by renewing your mind with the word of God, with prayer, spending time and in intimacy with God, talking about the things of God. Many of us, we don't talk about God. David said, I'll talk about your all times. David spoke about the Lord at all times. You've got to talk about him, amen? Bring him up in conversations. Let people know what God has done for you, amen? Talk about his goodness. Many people get tired and trapped in talking about what they haven't got and murmuring and complaining. And murmuring simply means spend another night and they spent 40 years in the wilderness i'll go back to that on another program amen but murmuring simply means spend another night no talk about the good things of god talk about how good he's been amen and the wonderful things that he's done for you it says be not but be transformed by the renewing of your mind why that you're going to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god is for your life so the will of god the word of god amen will eventually reveal the will of god for your life but stay in the word. That's how your mind is going to be renewed. Stop looking at the magazines that only talk about gossip and who's done what, who's divorcing who and who slept with who. I mean, that's all of the world. That's all of the world. But start thinking about the things of God. Meditate on the power of God. How he's still healing today. He's still delivering today. Amen. He wants to give people prophetic utterances. He wants to still work miracles through you. You are a vessel that God wants to work through. Amen. Start thinking about how God is still looking for people that he can use to preach the gospel. Look for it. Say, God, I'm available to be used by you. Amen. But there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. God does not condemn you. So if you're struggling with condemnation, if you're struggling with anxiety today, I just want to pray with you a short little prayer. I didn't preach today. I was speaking. Amen. I didn't get carried away. So I congratulate myself. Amen. But I just want to pray for you. If you're struggling, because many people struggle with condemnation, they struggle, amen, with what people think about them and what they think about themselves, and they struggle trying to be something that God didn't call them to be, amen. But God is saying, Listen, I took the struggle, the struggle is over, amen. So, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for each listener. Thank you for this word that has gone forth. God, I pray that it has been a blessing to those that the Lord, as the word went forth today, God, I pray it did not fall on stony ground or by the wayside. But Lord, I thank you that it fell on good ground. It will yield forth a harvest of some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. God, I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, that those that have been struggling with anxiety, with worry, with fear, with condemnation, Lord, I just break its power today in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I declare liberty and freedom for those, Lord, at the sound of my voice that were struggling, Lord God. 
Lord, where some people had words spoken over them, Lord God, that caused them to condemn themselves. I break the power of those words. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break the power of negative words and every negative word that had been spoken of their life by parents, by spiritual leaders, Lord God, by people in authority, God. I rebuke and break those power of those words in the name of Jesus. And I declare that your people are blessed, your people are prosperous, your people are favored. In the name of Jesus, I declare that young man will carry out the will of the Father for his life. I declare that woman of God shall be the woman of God that you have called her to be. I decree and I declare that they will know who they are and not just know who they are, but they will walk in the authority and the power that you've given to them when you died and rose again, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, when you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross and rose again triumphantly, your people know that they'll know that they have Christ in them, the hope of glory. Your people will know, Lord God, so that they have the greater one living inside of them. In the name of Jesus, and if you are for them, then who can be against them? Your people know, even as you have of Moses, so shall you be with them. You will not fail them, nor forsake them. Your people will know that you are the God that always causes us to triumph, God, and victory is our portion. So we thank you for a victorious mindset, God. We thank you for a mindset could constantly win, Lord God, because the battle is already won. Lord, we're not praying for victory, but we pray pray from a place of victory. So we just want to thank you and we praise you for breaking every spirit of condemnation, anxiety, worry and fear of the lives of your people. And we thank you that their lives will never be the same again. We just give you glory and we give you praise. And we tell you thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. This has been me, Kevin Treasure, aka The Winner's Mentality. Thank you for tuning in to The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.